Hello everyone, I'm Contest of Wrestling.com here to talk about WWE NXT 2.0 on this fine Tuesday evening. Uh, I'll say it once and I imagine I'll say it again. John Clark, not here tonight. I, I believe he's at a hockey game. I got that wrong on the post show last night for Raw, so I'm sorry I, I had said John will be here. I, I, I misspoke on that one. Obviously, we know that John will be uh, out and about WrestleMania weekend, and I just assumed that he would be here, and I got the timeline wrong. So just me tonight. Hope you all don't mind, but we got a, a very eventful episode of NXT to talk about. Uh, as, as Stand and Deliver is right around the corner, this was the second-to-last show before that, so definitely lots of stuff to dig into, uh, really start to finish. So I don't, I don't even know where to begin, but we'll talk about all about that. Just going to give uh, people a minute to, to kind of log in here. But uh, before I do, just want to remind you all this show, like everything we do here, is available on all of our platforms, SoundCloud, Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, all the good stuff. You know where to find us. So please leave a like and subscribe. We really do appreciate it. So uh, NXT tonight, you know, it's funny. This is one of those shows where I was feeling really good. We got Brian Everett saying this was a fun show. Brian, it was a fun show. I was feeling pretty good. We talked about it last week, NXT 2.0. It's it's getting better. Like we're making progress. The show has actually been pretty good lately, and that feels good to say. There was a time not so long ago why I was very very down on the show as a whole, and, and now a couple weeks in a row here, I'm feeling I'm feeling all right about it. And let alone uh, actually pre pretty good. You know that that's that that's, that that's pretty cool. So um, that in itself is a win, and I was feeling good about the show overall. I thought uh, we're, we're really kind of rolling along here. Got some more good stuff for Stand Deliver. We got some some build for the matches we already knew about. Um, we got some good matches. We got the return of Robert Roode's glorious theme song, which made me very, very happy. I miss that theme song very, very much. We'll talk about that. And then the show really just took a turn, uh, not even the, the main event match, but the show closing angle after the main event match really left a bad taste in my mouth. And um, I don't want to say that it like put a damper on the whole show, but uh, like I said, I was feeling pretty good and that at least lessened it. So, uh, and Steven, you know, you did your diving right in. We might as well just dive right in with it. So uh, yes, uh, apparently uh, I haven't seen uh, any official confirmation yet, but supposedly we will see a fade forward match now at Sand Deliver for the NXT Women's Championship. That came about because, as we knew in the main event, uh, the the finals of the Women's Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic. Now, I want you all to to focus on that. The tag team tournament here, the finals. Wendy Chu and Dakota Kai faced Io Shirai and Kaylee Ray. Uh, this was a good match, as you would expect. Kaylee Ray and Shirai are great. Dakota Kai is great. Wendy Chu, very very talented wrestler. I've I've said it before. Not loving the gimmick, but you know that's okay. It doesn't mean that someone's not not talented. It's the, I, I I can say that I am not a big fan of any any uh, particular gimmick. In this case, not loving that. That did not take away from what was a very good match. Um, as, as again, as you would think here. So this was the main event, as I thought it should be. You know the the tactic classic here, the Dusty Rhodes tactic classic. Um, deservedly so in the main event now i john i talked about this last week i kind of thought that they might go with dakota and wendy chu more i mean it is weird because dakota's been there for years now but wendy chu is kind of the the 2.0 side of things the, the new character that they might want to try and you know establish here with a big win there uh so i was thinking kaylee ray and eo should have won but i was also thinking okay they might go with uh, Kay, uh dakota and uh, wendy to kind of build up a like uh, someone new in, in, in Wendy Chu, that didn't happen. Uh, Dakota and Wendy wound up on the losing side of things. We had uh, EO and uh, Kaylee Ray win the match. And I thought it would have been fine to just close the show. We got the confetti. It's happy, you know, set up, uh, indirectly set up this eventual tag team tag team title match because uh, they won the tag team tournament. Instead, Toxic Attraction, Mandy Rose, and the women's tag team champions, uh, Juju Dolan and JC Jane. Um, they came out and and Mandy said, "Oh, if you, you know, if you think there's any way you're going to beat these two for the titles, you're sadly mistaken." And then Kaylee Ray said, "Oh, well, you know, we our whole plan in being in this tag team tournament was to 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 destroy Toxic Attraction by taking the one thing you value more than anything else, that being the NXT Women's Singles Championship." So they cashed in the uh, uh, the the the. the I don't know. The, the, I guess the title shot in theory, the title shot they they received by winning the tournament on Mandy Rose and her NXT Women's Championship instead of 
the NXT Women's Tag Team Championship. Again, I say tag team because it was the Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Tournament. Are you with me? Tag Team Tournament. And they're challenging for uh, a, a singles title here. Not the best. Uh, the promo itself wasn't great either. Um, you know, it, it feels like they never let Eostra speak as just generally just as, as a general rule of thumb so then once she does like i feel like she hasn't like gotten the chance to really at home in that side of her skill set so you know it's also a little jarring whenever she does and it's like it's a little can be a little hard to follow so it's like you know i'm kind of struggling to see what where this is going and then boom there it is they're going to challenge for the singles tag uh the singles title here so then cora ray cora jade comes out sorry and then they all start brawling and it becomes abundantly clear supposedly that again i still don't know if we have official confirmation but we'll be a fatal four-way cora jade Mandy Rose, that was the initial singles match. And now the introduction of the women's uh, Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic winners, uh, Kaylee Ray and uh, Yosh right here. Nesha saying, where's John John? I believe it was at Penn State, uh, either Penn State or some hockey game tonight. I misspoke. I said that, so I show. That's my bad. Uh, I, I just, I botched it. I, I thought, I, I realized John would be uh, away for us maybe a week. And I just, I forgot he also would be away tonight here uh, for a hockey game. So that's my bad. I got that one wrong. Uh, it's just me tonight, but we got a very eventful show to talk about here to make up for it. Uh, so yes, fade a four way uh, for Sand Deliver. We got Steven saying uh, he would like to see Kayla Ray win, but he would not be surprised if uh, Mandy retains here. Uh, as for the, the tag team match to end of the show, Steven saying it was a great match. Brian saying it was a really good uh, and now they definitely have to call Dakota up, especially with his loss. I would agree. We've said many, many times here, especially with the, the woman's side of things and the, the woman's vision, uh, uh, Dakota Kai, Mikhail Gonzalez, any number of people here uh, that would easily, in theory, thrive on the main roster. Dakota's probably at the top, of, well, I would say, at the top of that list. So I could see it, especially after like the, you know, the week after WrestleMania, maybe. I, I think it, that would definitely be the, the time to do it. Um, but Anthony, with a very good question, if we do get this fatal four-way, what are they doing with the tag titles? Because they just had this whole tournament, in theory, with the idea that the winner of the tag team tournament, I'm going to keep driving that point home, would challenge for the tag team titles. So, without that, nobody's going to be challenging for the tag team titles because every other tag team in the very limited uh, NXT Women's Tag Team division lost. So you can't turn around and just say, oh, we're going to have... Wendy Chu and Dakota, Dakota Kai challenge instead. And in theory, I guess that's the, the least worst option because they at least made it to the finals. Um, but at this point, I, I don't know. Um, that's that's more than my, my problem with this thing. The Fatal 4-Way itself is great, cool. Like I'm sure that's a great match, and that's a, that's a strong uh, addition. Or th th where do you have the, the, the singles match? A strong uh, change to the card, I guess. But it does leave that question of like, what could they be doing uh, with the the tag titles here, Brian, a very fair uh, point here, saying they could have had Casey and Caden win because they are an actual tag team. Um, I guess at this point, like they would probably be the the best option. Um, but again, they lost. I think in a I think they lost in the second round. So yeah, th this isn't great. Like they they could have done something else to get there. I think you know I don't know. They could have had qualifying matches or, or something but to, again to take this tag team tournament and use it for a singles title shot um uh just not it and that's what, um you're, you're gonna make me get ahead of myself this is i'm i'm, I'm frustrated about this because again i think it's logically speaking pretty silly if not a little dumb uh but there were things i like to say index being definitely one of them we'll talk all about that um but yeah as i said sorry show i was feeling good on nxt again we're on a roll Couple of good shows in a row here. The show tonight had been pretty good. Good, good Maven match. And then the show goes the angle. The wheels kind of fell off there. Uh, we got Steven predicting a, like a six woman tag team match next week here with all of these uh, combination of, uh, of women here. Um, I could see that. Yeah, that, that would actually make a lot of sense. The toxic Attraction, three versus uh, Cora, Kaylee Ray, and EO. Makes sense to me. Uh, they didn't officially announce that yet. If they did that, they would have two six-person tag team matches because we found out as well that they would be LA Knight and MSK versus Imperium next week. Not saying they can't do that, but I I think that would that'd be good. I, I, I hope they do that because that'd be a good kind of go-home show uh, way to build that match there. So, yeah. Long story short, really darn weird. You're going to do this whole tag team tournament uh, and then just have the winners challenging for a singles title. Um, 
Like I, I, I can see the intention, right? Okay, we want to destroy toxic attraction. If that's what Kaylee Ray and EO are thinking, that's their motive. So how do they do that? Do they want they want to take the title? But like again, just the going from point A to point B here. It's like you enter this tag team tournament, and like I guess outside of their individual motive, like you know the I guess bigger picture, it's kind of a weird look. But I don't want to you know keep rambling about it. Like it's it seems weird to me. Um, I don't think it's great. Again, it is the last word on, last word on it. The Dusty Rhodes Tag Team Classic, and now the the winner, the winning prize is, is being used on a singles title. Seems inherently kind of no. I'm not saying it's like inherently wrong, but it seems inherently weird. So, uh, but there was there was plenty of good stuff as well. So we'll we'll go. I guess the the book ends here. That was the end of the show. Let's circle all the way back. I mean, all right, last last word we got Stevenson. Yes, if you're gonna do that as they just did. Uh, with the the tag title, the tag tournament going to a, a singles title shot. What's the point? Because it's a tag team tournament. Again, I don't want to keep beating a dead horse. So there you go. That's that's where we'll leave it. But we did have plenty of uh, of other good things as well. Uh, we had a, a good show opening match here. We had two two North American Championship ladder match qualifiers. We had Solo Sokoa and Roderick Strong opening the show. We had National saying the opening match is good. She said glad Roderick Strong is back. He was on X UK last week. I think he challenged someone else. Um, I don't remember who. I, I, I do not. I don't keep up with the UK. I'm sorry. Um, I seem to remember he challenged somebody. So, like, he'll probably at least have a, at least one other match on the UK, which is good. I think any show with, with Roderick Strong on it is, is better for it. Uh, so, yes, the North American Championship qualifier here. Uh, we had Roderick and Solo. Very good match. I tweeted about it pretty early on that it is a little disappointing to see Roderick kind of pretty clearly getting. Uh, shoved into this like you know and enhancement talent doesn't feel quite right because it's not like he's jabbing out but it's like that, that he's at that point where you know you you don't really see him winning a lot of these matches and not even that you don't just see him winning you don't see, like see that being a realistic outcome it's like they put him in this match with solo sokoa it's like all right you know it's gonna be a very good match roderick strong is great so let's go to do a he's been very good so far well, well what we've seen um but for like for for kind of the the i guess predictability standpoint it's like you know, XC 2.0, yet again, time over time, by and large, it's all about building the new people. So, Roderick Strong, you know, guy has been there for several years now, um, kind of get, like lost in the shuffle or at the least like on the back burner in a way. So you put him in this match, you know, it's gonna be a good match, but you can pretty safely assume uh, that it's not gonna go Roderick's way. So it was a good match. Solo won. So do, we do know that Solo, uh, Solo Sokoa will be entering that ladder match. So now that includes, um, Santos Escobar and of course the champion Kamala Hayes. So uh that's where we kind of began the show here, knowing the three of them. Then and we got two comments saying that Roderick deserves, deserves a title. Absolutely, Roderick Strong does, does deserve a title. We got Nesha and Steven saying that. Uh Steven pointing out the uh, Roderick challenged Ilya Dragunov for the next UK title. If they want to keep loading up the, the Sand Deliver card, I could see that being added. That's what Brian Everett is suggesting. Um Admittedly, I, we'll talk about it in, in a couple minutes. They added a, another match for the card with LA Knight and Gunther. So John and I talked about this last week. I don't know how much they can really add any more to this card because I, I mean, just, speaking of just pure practicality, I don't see them like uh, making it a really long card when they when they well on know good amounts of those people in attendance will probably be going to uh, WrestleMania that later that that very night. So. You know, I would imagine they might want to keep it fairly short and not like really, really load up the card in that sense. So, so I, I think that'd be a great match. Um, I just don't know if, if Sam Lover is the most realistic place where what happened. More again, more for that that practicality reason. Steven brings up the, the chops from Walter. Don't you worry, we'll be talking all about those because Walter slash Gunther, uh, the world's best chopper. He, his chops are absolutely brutal. Talk about that in a minute. But uh, while we're talking about, we might as well get into the other qualifying match: Grayson Waller versus A Kid. Grayson Waller won. Good showing for A Kid. Weird, weird kind of thing here. A Kid got got the job entrance. We had uh, a video kind of promo for Grayson Waller. Uh, this was coming after A Kid's debut last week on XC Prime. He beat Kushida, uh, and now this is a, a qualifying match for, for the North American Championship ladder match. And so I felt like it was pretty much a lock that Grace Waller would win. But then at the same time, yet again, trying to build up somebody new. Grace Waller's already been built up. So you would think that he could probably take kind of like an, an upset loss here. But Grace Waller won. He's going to stay and deliver. But then Kamal Hayes brought up that. Uh, the, the, the final spot in the ladder match will be kind of a, a last chance deal. So we're going to see Roderick Strong 
a kid and uh cameron grimes face off in a triple threat match next week and the winner will go on to uh, have the final spot at sand deliver that seems a little weird to me it's like you know these guys just lost and, and now it's like not the best uh to, to go just you know you're kind of like losing your way into a match in that sense not ideal they do it all the time i'm not saying it's like unprecedented but not the best. Uh, Nuts just thinks you can't believe A Kid lost. I mean, it's, it is worth pointing out. A Kid is, uh, I think, he's in the, the DLC for WWE 2K22. So that tells me, like, they clearly value him to some extent. Um, and so that was really kind of one reason why I thought he would win here, but he didn't. Um, so then I kind of just kind of questioned the timing of, like, if you're going to bring him on to NXT Prime, he beats Kushida last week, then he has his qualifying match and he loses. It's just a little interesting kind of a, a timeline in that sense. Like you could have just kind of waited and then given this loss to somebody else to uh, waited until after saying deliver in that, in that sense. But Nesha, I know you're a big fan of Grace Noir, so I imagine. Oh, wait, no. Oh, Nesha's. I'm sorry. I don't, I got out of myself. I thought Nesha was saying she wanted Grace Noir to win. Nesha's saying she wanted Grace Noir to lose. Oh, man. Um, but unfortunately, well, not unfortunately, at least unfortunately in that regard, he won tonight. So he'll be going on to stand deliver. Uh, so now, again, we got Solo, uh, Grayson. Sandusubar and of course the champion Kamala Hayes. The next week, again, that, that last chance triple threat match here, uh, we got Stephen picking Cameron Grimes. Cameron Grimes had a very emotional promo tonight. We're definitely seeing more, kind of this evolution from uh, you know the, the jokes through Cameron Grimes, and he's been like the million dollar man pro- prodigy or or protege Cameron Grimes uh, to now a, a, a much more serious. Where tonight I was talking, he has this promo about. Uh, how his father passed away and he wanted to kind of live up to the promise that he made to his father right before he signed right like it's right when he signed with wwe that was two or three years ago now and and he still hasn't been able, been able to win a title so he really wants to change that and like by pulling up the heartstrings i'm like man this guy's got to win the title now but again it's it's, it's Kamaru hayes like i don't see him losing the title until he's gonna get called up like i don't, I don't see him getting a, a title shot against uh, the NXT champion, uh, in this case, who would probably be Braun Breaker after Sand Deliver. Uh, like, I don't think, I think they're going to really try and protect him. So he might wind up, lo- I mean, now that now that I'm talking, saying out loud, maybe he will lose at Sand Deliver uh, because it's a ladder match. He doesn't have to get pinned. There you go. I could actually see it. I don't know. I don't know what the timeline is. I do know, or at least believe, Cameron, Gra- oh, sorry, Carmelo Hayes, definite star. Cameron Grimes, also definitely a star. So I think both guys are great. I think uh, we we might not be waiting too long before we see Kamal Hayes on the main roster. Uh, another people, uh, the, uh, some another person, a lot of you seem to be pretty high on is A Kid. We got Brian saying A Kid, ton of potential. He, he would be fun in the lottery match, so he will be in this last chance match, last chance match next week. So I do think that uh, they might want to have another high flyer in there at this point. None of the people in the match really jump out to me as a high flyer, other than kind of Kamal Hayes. So I think that would make sense. Um, so definitely, I, I, I could definitely see that. We got Nesha saying it gets talented as well. Again, as I, I said it before, yeah, I unfortunately just don't have the time to watch next to the UK. I've heard good things. Uh, I really should watch more of his matches. Maybe I'll fight, I'll, I'll, I'll carve out some time to, to, to do that before uh, we see him again next week. But, um, o- otherwise, here we got Nesha saying Grimes deserves it, uh, in terms of, I guess, winning the match next week and potentially the title. Um, that probably might pick it. You're gonna have this promo where he's like really pulling on the heartstrings. You can't have the guy lose after he's like talking about wanting to, to you know uh, live up to this promise made to his his uh, his late father. Um, so that I I at the least think he's gonna uh, win this match next week, and I, I guess like, I would think it would come down to him and a kid. And um, I could I could see Grimes really pinning Roderick Strong. I guess I don't know if I see a kid getting pinned two weeks in a row. Whereas again, as, as I'm saying, I said Minigo was strong. You know, again, he's more the Unfortunately, the guy that, that uh, is there to take losses at this point. Again, I think that's a shame because he's very, very talented, but that's where we are with NXT 2.0. Uh, but Steven agreeing that uh, he doesn't see Hayes losing for a while either. Again, I would agree unless uh, we do see uh, Hayes getting called up to main roster. But again, I'm not quite sure when that might be. Uh, I brought it up a minute ago, so I might as well dive into all things Index. The the Index saga continues here. Uh, we had an actual a, a, a legitimate appearance from uh from from dex loomis i actually had a match here so that was good and i said it during the show uh, on twitter uh we got to see uh i mean dex, dex loomis being on nxt um and and nxt is better with dex loomis i i say i say it and i know that his his gimmick his whole kind of thing is uh a little divisive but dex loomis you know we said we said it before 
absolutely maximizes minutes. I mean, like the man, he, he doesn't, he never speaks. He literally never speaks. And yet I find him, at least myself, to be one of the most entertaining people on NXT. Like every little, like he gave a thumbs up last week, every little like gesture or just his presence, it just, there's something about him. It's very, very entertaining. I like him a lot. So uh, I, I was happy to see him actually have a match tonight. He lost, which was not great. That that's that's a little upsetting, but at the very least, he was on the show uh, since the 2.0 revamp. I feel like Loomis has kind of been lost in the shuffle, and I think that's a damn shame. I just said I think he's one of the very most entertaining people on the show, and so you go weeks and weeks where he's either not on the show at all or he's confined to like 30 second spots here and there, like last week, like the makeout session that we saw. Um, I think he deserves better than that. I think he deserves better than than losing uh, to Tony D'Angelo. Multiple times. This 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 match happened, I think, on the road to to uh, War Games and Battles back in December, and I'm pretty sure he lost there as well. We got Brian saying that he wishes Dexter was in a major title match. I agree. Yeah, like even if he's not winning, just like you know, give give him a spot in title match. Give him something some, something. Not that this isn't meaningful, but like give, give every dog has his day. Like give, throw a dog a bone. Give, give Dexter, you know, a, a title match here. Right? Come on. Like he's he's a veteran. He's doing stuff. Uh, he's been been a great part of NXT for a while now, um, so I, I am disappointed in that sense. But uh, we, I should mention, I think I brought up a John on the on the Raw show last night. It's multiple times here, uh, both on on the social media accounts and now the making it part of storyline. We've got this question of like, who's more popular, Persia and Duke versus Index? I said it last night. I'll say it again because this is the NXT show. It's not a question. Index, like, is so much better and so much more popular. Then Persia, what I, th- I think they they named themselves Duja tonight, Duja, like it's not good. It's not good. Um, and that does seem silly to me. It's like index is peak. Like you're not you're not topping index. Nothing, and let alone like they haven't really done anything with Persia and Duke. Like they've like had a couple segments here and there. Like and they had the makeout session last week. Like we get versus index months and months and months of intricate long-term storytelling with a, with a wonderful beautiful payoff like it's a no contest i'm sorry like not at all um so it does seem a little silly to me uh that they're trying to make this thing and then like persia's like oh tonight she said oh like i can tell when you're jealous I'm like what does index how to be jealous sorry Indy, how to be jealous about she and Dexter are married. They have, and and on um, I guess in reality, they like she as she could say we had this great story and this whole thing. Um, I don't know. It's it, I'm having a hard time kind of getting beyond that kind of logical uh, obstacle, I guess. But uh, Stephen, I agree. I we've said it for weeks and weeks now. I kept thinking they would have some uh, a mixed tag team match saying deliver between the two couples. That's been pretty clear, clear where we're going. They did not announce that tonight. They did not announce that for next week. Um, so I don't know. I don't know what the deal is there. Uh, if they want to keep trying to build this up and uh, add more heat to it, I guess. I think that's fine. But like, I think that this would be more more of a worthwhile addition to the Sandover card than Walter, sorry, Gunther and LA Knight. And I think both those guys are great. We'll talk about that in a minute. But in terms of a storyline that's been kind of brewing here for several weeks now, that would like be in the traditionally in the traditional sense of like deserving to be on that card i think it'd be that um so that's pretty weird to me we got steven saying that he that he guesses the writers forgot the index are married i mean we, we got a comment earlier about how like uh, the, with the 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 the, the dust cup finals like something so odd with the booking would never happen on with triple h's nxt At the very least it, it's pretty fair to say that like it's a different I, okay, I don't know. Supposedly, Shawn Michaels is still running it. He was there when Triple H was running it. So, like, it's still supposedly, for the most part, the same team, as far as I know, as far as we've, we've kind of seen in various articles, various reports. But um, it is kind of, in some ways, like a different continuity, if that makes sense. Like, you know, it, it is literally a reboot in that way. So, um, I don't know. They, they are obviously a couple, but they don't often, like, reference that they're married so i don't know maybe, maybe that guy retconned out I'm, I'm a big comic book guy you see retcons all the time in comic books maybe that they just kind of took the pencil and, and erased that for reasons i guess i don't know uh, it is odd again yes a couple one of multiple odd things we saw here tonight um but again they did not announced that uh that that next tactic match for next week on xt or for saying delivery here so I don't know what that's about. We got Steven saying that Bruce Pitcher is taking over. There have been a couple of reports about that, and Brian chiming in as well. As 
I remember seeing that like that was the initial report, and then I thought like Shawn Michaels is still running the day to day. I know that Vince and Bruce Pritchard are supposedly like you know in charge. I still quite know exactly what led to, like the hierarchy there is, what the process there is. I can't speak to that. I don't know. Uh, really, I don't think I don't think really anybody does because um, they're they're that's the very kind of like an inner working kind of thing. It's a kind of it'd be kind of hard to tell exactly how things work in that sense. Whereas in the on, in the Triple H era, my beloved Triple H era, um, you know things were a little more clear of like you got Triple H's team running things. And we all know how that went, but we're not gonna we're not gonna dwell on that because again, overall NXT was pretty good tonight, and we're, we want to try and focus on that. One thing that I did enjoy, uh, at least by and large. So uh, I think it was yesterday in the afternoon they had announced that uh, Robert Roode would be facing Braun Breaker as kind of this like build for the Sand Delivery title match. Obviously, Dolph Ziggler defending the title against Braun Breaker. Ziggler and Roode are tagging partners. It makes sense, but then Roode got pinned cleanly by Dominic Mysterio last night in a tag team match, and I was like, wow. That really kind of like sucked any, uh, well, not any, but like some of my excitement. I'm like, you're going to try and like build this kind of big singles match. Um, and then you're going to have Robert Robert Rude lose the Dominic Mysterio. It's like, at least have the man get pinned by Rey Mysterio. Like, come on, come on. But uh, at the very least, uh, as you might expect and at least hope for, we did indeed get Robert Rude's glorious theme song. Chef's Kiss, I miss that theme song so much. I remember like when they changed it when he started teaming up with Dolph Ziggler. I was so upset. I was like, it's so good. I seriously, I kid you not, I'm not even exaggerating. I got chills when I played tonight. I missed that theme song. It's at the stage for a very welcome callback to uh, the, the black and gold era of NXT, Rude being a former NXT champion. Um and that's just saying that uh, Triple H, uh, kind of speaking of speaking of that, no, Triple is saying Triple, H's, Triple H's NXT was the best. It was. I've, I've made that abundantly clear, at least that, that, that that's my uh, my own perspective. But we're rolling on here with 2.0. At the very least, I for that reason, I welcome any and all callbacks to, to NXT uh, Black and Gold here. So the glorious theme song was very, very welcome. And yes, even it was glorious. It was a very, well, maybe not a glorious match, but it was, it, was, it, was a, it was a darn good match. It was a very good match. Uh, Breaker won, as you'd expect. No fans or butts, really. Like, Dolph Ziggler interfered here and there. Nothing much about that. He got ejected, and then Breaker, kind of a logical logical storytelling thing here. Ziggler gets ejected. Breaker's like, okay, cool. I don't have to deal with him anymore. And then Dolph attacking from behind. He's like, you know, look, look at you, kid. You just fell for that. Um, so kind of a easy storytelling thing of the veteran versus the newbie there. Easy, easy, easy storytelling there. But, um, you know, overall, good match here. I liked it. Good kind of build to the same liver here. I'm curious if they do anything next week. We might just get kind of like a one of those prime target things. I don't know what else you could really do with it at this point because uh, the, the story has been told and there's not much else to really do with it. Um, it should be a good match. I still think Breaker's going to win. I, I really don't see this uh, this, this, this title run for Ziggler lasting any longer. Uh, that being said, they really don't do anything with Robert Roode on Raw other than taking losses to, to Dominic Mysterio. So I would definitely uh, welcome him having, even if it's not a title run, just like some kind of prominent run here uh, on NXT, at the very least, so we could hear the glorious theme song more because it is it is very welcome. It is very welcome. Um, and that reminds me, we had like a, a tease of, of Rey Mysterio feuding with Santos Escobar last week. That didn't go anywhere this week, so I'm not sure if they just kind of dropped that. I think that would be a shame. That would be a very, very cool match. Um, but we didn't – obviously, we, we briefly saw Santos Escobar um, at, at ringside for the uh, the one of the qualifying matches tonight. So, um, yet again, one of those guys I definitely think could be moving up to main roster at some point soon. And uh, I'd, I would, I'd welcome it. I would love, I would be uh, – I think he would do great things on main roster. Um, but absolutely, Red Tyler saying Robert Roode deserves much more respect than he gets. I mean – I wasn't watching when, when he first uh, came to WWE. I watched him back with um, back with TNA way back when. And uh, when I started watching, I, I, I liked what he was doing on Raw. He was teaming with Chad Gable. Not the best thing, like not the best use for him, but like he was on TV. He, he, he was the tag team champion. Granted, he and Ziggler were tag champions as well. But um, yeah, he, they, he at times he'll just like not be on TV for months, or at least like kind of, it's very irregular. So he deserves a heck of a lot more respect than he gets. I absolutely agree there. Uh, Steven saying, you know, speaking of which, speaking of uh, Rude being a champion, Steven says that, that he and Rude, sorry, he and Ziggler should say NXT to chase the titles, um, the, the, the tag titles. 
why not? You know, we, right now the champions are Imperium, but we know that they're going to be facing MSK and the Creed Brothers at, uh, at San Deliver. I can see that again. Uh, we know that Ziggler, we've seen Ziggler kind of pulling double duty here in the past couple of weeks. So it's it's not like um, he like has to go back to just being on Raw. Like I, I think that that's at least possible. I don't know. I, I'd like to see it uh, at least in in hypotheticals here. Um, but no, we got we got let's let's give Rob a rude. Let's give him his flowers. Brian saying Rude's so underrated. We got another thing. She loved seeing Rude on Impact. Hates the W has even better. The man looks like a star acts like a star, talks like a star. Uh, he's great in the ring. He's got great charisma, great presence. You know, he's got experience. Like what, what, what more could he want? Like what, what, like, why not? I, I don't get it again. I think uh, I, we've brought up before here on the show. I think he was, he came in at a time where like him, Eric Young, a bunch of other guys from uh, impact or TNA. Um, we have more love from Steve Tempest here saying props to brew there. Uh, but a bunch of those guys where they're like, 35 and up, like kind of in that 35 to 40 range to come WWE. And that's kind of usually, at least for kind of new guys, like they come to WWE and Vince sees them as like too old, supposedly. There, there's at least that that perception. And it's hard to disagree. It's hard to disagree kind of uh, the way we've seen Rude get booked here. Um, but that, that that's what makes it so much nicer when you see him, even if he's not winning, he's in, in the spotlight here and he's, he's getting the, the glorious theme song at least tonight. So, you know, I... It was welcome. It was a very welcome change. Shout out, shout out to Bobby Roode, or Robert Roode in this case. Uh, a very, very talented guy. I, I always think he deserves a heck of a lot better. So, and again, not trying to harp on the point, but Brian's saying Triple H knew how to book these guys, like like Robert Roode, like Eric Young, like any number EC3 when he was in NXT, any number of others. And now, you know, we only know that uh, things did not go their way on the main roster to, to varying degrees. And it's a damn shame. But onward, onward we go. Onward we go. We got some other stuff to talk about. Uh, one big thing was um, the the ongoing mystery angle with the Creed Brothers. The Creed Brothers picked up a win against Skills Young Veterans. Good match. Don't not really much to say about it. Then we go back. We pan backstage. We pan backstage. And um, folks, did anybody see NXT running back the retribution angle? because we had the Creed Brothers win and then the lights kind of went down and we go backstage and there are these hooded guys, supposedly guys, I, I don't know, could, could be anything, any, anybody, I don't know, I'm not, I'm, I'm not here to judge, um, the, these hooded individuals, if you will, uh, spray painting the, the Creed, Bro uh, sorry, the, the Diamond Mine gym thing uh, and they, they spray painted Don't Cry and then they have like text message uh, words on the screen saying like, you know, you can't find us. We'll come to you like eventually in due time. Um, uh, yeah, that was, that was, that was basically it. And, um, I, I don't know, like the, the retribution thing could have been something on the main roster and they just, the, the wheels quickly fell off and it went nowhere. And the, 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 the plan clearly just like, I don't know if they ever had a real plan for it uh, in terms of, and if, if like one of those things where like they had the mystery and they never knew what they wanted to be kind of like the, the, the anon, anonymous GM way back in the day. Um, so now of course the question is who could it be? Who could it be? Um, I don't know. <laughs> I, I really don't know. Um, my first thought was that it would just, it'd be some, some new team, some, some new signing that we don't know about. And in that regard, I don't know. Um, of the signings we know about in terms of like the, the recent uh, performance center signings, nobody jumps off the page. It's like a tag team. I don't know. My other thought is that it's a swerve and it's MSK turning heel, which would make a whole lot of sense. We got Red Tyler saying maybe T-Bar literally is bringing back Retribution. Um, maybe? <laughs> I really don't know. I really don't know. Um, yeah. I don't I don't know what they're doing here. Um uh, hopefully we, we get some kind of like clarification about why they're targeting the Queen Brothers. Um, I don't know. <laughs> if you want to get wild, like obviously if you want to get super duper crazy, you know, in theory, like for going way off the, the way off the rails, I'd be like, oh, it's it's uh, Bobby Fish and Kyle Riley trying to like get revenge on, on Roderick Strong, obviously that's that's not it because they're with AEW. I'm just saying like going way, way, way crazy. Like that'd be like something that, that could be a thing like in a in a alternate universe, but obviously that's not it. Um, and Nesha, Nesha guessing MSK, 
Maybe, but I like this idea that could be Mason Tabor literally, quite literally, bring back Retribution. Maybe someone from from UK. You know, we got we mentioned earlier here that uh, Radic Strong is doing things over on UK. So maybe, maybe like Mustache Mountain or uh, I, honestly, again, I don't watch UK, so I can't even speak to like the other tie teams there. Um, so at this point, I would say MSK is the best bet, and they're going for the Swerve, which is a little convoluted because like. They said it wasn't them, and then they 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 they'd just be lying, and they're like that's not great. Um, I don't know, folks. I don't know. It's 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 silly. It's like at the very uh, this again this this really screamed retribution to me. So they could have kind of shaken up a little bit because uh, again the, the the bad taste of the the retribution angle there. Uh, it's it's still or the the bad taste of bad smell. I guess it, it still lingers. It still still stinks real bad. So uh, I don't know. Um, uh, we got Steven saying maybe it's like the, the tag team quote-unquote waiters for Tyson Attraction. That's Malik Blade and um, Idris Inafe, maybe. Um, but I, they're they're busy trying to win over Tyson Attraction. I'm th- thinking like they're uh, they're 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 busy doing their own thing. They're they're trying to w- woo the ladies, I guess. But I don't know. Now, now that we're talking about it, like at least Mason T Bar, they've been on TV, they've been featured, they've won matches, they beat tag teams. Like they've got some. Track record, I guess. Like I can see it. T Bar, Dominic Dijak is great. I think he deserves like to be on TV, like you know, doing stuff. Whereas he's really just been on main event lately. So um, I think that'd be good. And uh, NXT needs more tag teams, so I, I wouldn't be all that upset about that. Like I would, I would at least see some some of the silver lining there. But you know, I, I agree, Nesha. We're probably overlook something, and I just immediately am like struggling to think about who else it might be. And when 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 it is revealed. Um, we might, we might kind of just, uh, I don't know. Maybe we, we, we might be surprised. We got uh, Anthony saying maybe, maybe we'll be uh, Roderick Strong and uh, someone else swerving them. Um, I honestly don't remember. I don't think Strong was in the ring when the segment happened, so it could be. Um, maybe, maybe. I'll say maybe to that. I think it's possible. We got Stephen Chambers saying it could be Ali. I'm literally going with, with the retribution thing. I mean, shout out to my to Ali. The guy is so talented, and he WWE is literally just, you know, not using him at all because the, the whole contract situation and him requesting his release, and that's a damn shame. He's so talented. It's not to not do anything with him. Um, it's it's a shame. So would I like to see that? Yes, because he's not doing anything at all on TV right now. But I think that's a little complicated, so I'm not quite sure how that would work right now. Um, but hey, if we're going for if we're going for the, that retribution uh, revival thing, I think that's pretty good. So why not? Shout out to uh, Chase University. It pops me every single time. We had um, Body Hayward cutting promo about how uh, his, his his intestinal fortitude uh, in in the wake of getting attacked by Von Wagner and I was talking about that, and then he started yelling at a student, uh, you know, very much in the style of Andre Chase, and Andre's like. Where, where did you learn to talk to a student like that? And Bo- Bo- Body or, or Bodhi was like, well, well, you, sir. And then and Andre's like, that's the most beautiful thing I've ever heard. <laughs> I was just like, again, is this gimmick going to work on the main roster? Probably not. Okay. Is, is, is he going to be a future world champion? No. But not everyone has to be a future world champion or, or even a champion. Like, you can have people be entertaining. It doesn't have to be, like, you know – someone that you're going to push to the moon or someone that you're going to like feature as a, as a main act. It can just be them having their own little niche on a show, these funny segments. Yeah. Brian, I think, I think Andre's funny as hell. He's funny, man. Like he's making this gimmick work. And I said it before, I think he's one of the most entertaining uh, parts of 2.0 just as a whole here at the whole, like uh, this introduction of new characters. Like the first week he was on the show, I was like, I'm here for it. We got this like, I mean, I I was I was a college student not too long ago, and it reminded me of like doing doing class presentations. You got Bo- Bodie Hayward up there. He plays his video like it's like it's a PowerPoint presentation. I'm like, I don't know. They're they're doing fun things. Like you got the the the, the student section. Like it's fun. It's just fun, man. I'm liking it. It's good. Um, am I thrilled that it comes at the? Uh, uh, I don't want to be harsh and say the consequence that comes alongside having uh, Von, Von Wagner pick up some dominant wins. No, and that's presumably where we're going. We got Von Wagner on the show tonight. Um, he'll be facing, I think it was Buddy Hayward next week. So pretty clearly seems like a, a lock that uh, that Von Wagner will get the win there. Because again, they, they're very clearly high on him. 
and that's that's their prerogative. But no, at the very least, the more as long as we got Andre Chase uh, doing these segments here, uh, I agree, Stephen. He, he does make the show entertaining, so I'm on board. With it. I'm in favor. I'm liking it a lot. Um, not a whole else otherwise to really dig into here, other than a Legado del Fantasma. Uh, I said it before. I think they should be, um, if not a dominant stable, a, a featured stable, and yet they are feuding with a, a borderline comedy act in, in Brooks Jensen and Josh Briggs. I may have butchered that. I get their names confused. I'm sorry. You know, it's whatever. Brooks re, Briggs and Jensen. I just all come Briggs and Jensen. So we had Electro Lopez facing Fallon Henley, who has kind of the, become the the third member of, of Briggs and Jensen's I don't know, group thing. I, I don't know. Uh, they're they're kind of a thing. They're they're teasing the, yet another romance. And then um, Legado was the ringside. They brought with Briggs and Jensen. Uh, Lopez won, thankfully, so that was good. And we know that the two teams will be facing off next week. We got Nesha saying that Electra should face Mandy Rose here. I like it. Brian saying that Lopez has so much talent. Legado's the best faction. I mean, they the, I. On paper, I think they are in many ways, but they just haven't been treated like it. You got Santos. I mean, yeah, he qualified for the match for the ladder match last week. But Legado, it doesn't seem like they win a lot of matches. We got Legado, I think it was um Royal Mendoza lost to Dominic, Dominic Mysterio last week. And uh that's not again, not not trying to knock Dominic, but that's not the best look. And then you know, Electro, Electro uh won here tonight. So, like, you know, they're they they're building her up slow, slowly but surely. Um I just, uh, it's weird. I, I don't know if I really see them doing like a, a toxic attraction versus legato thing. Is that would make a whole lot of sense? Like, I don't know about that. Uh, although you do have Malik Blade and they just enough that kind of they are on the, you know, the, the men's side of things to kind of even it out. I don't know. Um, it's a very, it's a very good, uh, they're very good stable. I like them a lot. Um, I just, I, th- I think they deserve better. I, th- I do think that. So, um, the, the comedy thing we had, like the Briggs and Jensen were out there and they were telling Fallon Henley, like, I think, I don't know which is which Briggs and Jensen. One of them was like, oh, you're the most beautiful woman trying to like give her this, this pre-match motivation. It's, it's not doing it for me. I don't know. Uh, Nesha saying that Fallon has now become the love interest. Yeah. Yeah. Like they're, they're very clearly going in that direction. Yet another uh, love storyline here. We got some some praise for Electra, but Steven saying that love is not ready yet. Put Mandy or, or no, put, I guess maybe saying, no, I'm sorry, Stephen. I, I think you mean put Mandy against either Kaylee Ray or EO. I mean, apparently we're, we're going to get both. We're going to get the Fatal 4-Way. Um, and then I guess that, that would give Lasha more time to grow. And I, th- I think I would agree that, like, we've seen her in some matches. But, like, I feel like we've seen her in, like, less than 10 total singles matches uh, since she came to NXT. So, you know, definitely I would say she would benefit from some more time to kind of uh, – get some seasoning and kind of show show the world what she can do. Um, but I think eventually that could be a pretty cool match. Uh, Michael pointing out that Fallon, Fallon Henley, uh, Henley, I think uh, was the, uh, one of the members of the latest signing for the performance center. Also, also in, the, in that class was Roxy, former ring of honor, woman's world champion. Very excited for her. I think she'll do great things. So, uh, so we got, they got new talent coming in. One of them was like featured as uh, maybe not in that class. One of the, the signings from the Las Vegas tryout was featured as the, uh, the like the, the the acquisition, I guess, of of the Robert Stone brand. I, f- I forget her name, but they're clearly trying to set up this this group with Robert Stone. So uh, time will tell how that goes. But they're they we're getting so, some new talent here, so that's a good thing. Brian pointed out that Lopez has been on main event, so that yeah, again, had I more had I more time, I would probably I would definitely watch UK. I would I actually do want to watch the next UK. There's just only so much time, so much wrestling, and I already cover so much as it is. Um, so I just, I can't, I can't do it. Uh, level UK, sorry, level up is on after I think SmackDown Friday nights. And if I'm not doing the podcast for SmackDown, I'm either covering and or watching Rampage and or covering uh, a Ring of Honor or a GCW show. There's just so much wrestling. It's a wonderful thing, but then that means you got to choose. And like, I'm sorry, probably won't be watching next the level up, uh, unless there's really, really, really like a special match that really uh, gets me interest there. But no, Dinesha, I agree. Roxy is awesome. Looking forward to it. Uh, I'm hoping to see her at some point soon. She, in theory to me, should be kind of ready to go at some point soon. She was on Ring of Honor TV for a while. So other than, other than the, of course, the, the WWE style that they would probably want her to kind of uh, get used to, I would say that she would uh, probably, you know, 
I don't know. I, I I don't see her needing a lot of time. But then again, Ty Valkyrie uh, needed a couple months to kind of get get into the speed of things for the quote unquote WWE style. I say like I'm not saying that she needed that like in her own. And not not that's not uh, on her as a talent. That's just like it's a different style. That's all it is. So Roxy, for all we know, could show up in two weeks. She could show up in two months. And I really don't know. But I am looking forward to seeing her once she's on WWE TV. I think she could very well be. Um, a very big get for NXT and for maybe for the main roster. I think she, I think she's very very talented. I interviewed her um, almost a year ago now when she was uh, in, the, in the women's uh, the women's tournament for Ring of Honor. She has such a great story. She started wrestling when she was thirteen, folks. Thirteen. Imagine that. It's such a wonderful story. Like she's so passionate, dedicated. Um, I'm I'm biased. I I got to kind of hear her story firsthand. So big fan of her, uh, and I'm hoping for her to do great things here on NXT and beyond. So looking forward to that. Brian, yeah, they might change the name. They probably will. That's what they do. Uh, but I'll, I'll probably always call her Roxy because that's how I came up, came to know her. So you know, and that, that's that, that's all there is to it. Stephen pointing out, yeah, I I, I was doing uh, not the math, but I was kind of looking at the schedule the other day. So much wrestling, folks. So much wrestling. WrestleMania weekend. My gosh, Friday you got SmackDown, Hall of Fame, Impact, Ring of Honor, Supercard of Honor, the Ring of Honor's first show since Find, Find a Battle. Huge deal. And there's a New Japan Strong show. I think that's all. That's for um, no. And there's GCW on Friday and Saturday, of course. There's WrestleMania. Uh, there's Stand Deliver, the NXT show we're doing right now. Um, I think there's uh, another uh, multiple shows for the collective. Uh, there's a bunch of stuff there, and then of course WrestleMania Sunday. There is so much stuff, and that's obviously that's like kind of the peak. That's that's what WrestleMania, WrestleMania weekend is. Um, but yeah, like even just on a, on, a, on a week-to-week basis, there's like so there's literally something every single day. And again, I, I, I will uh, level up there. There's multiple things a day, so it's like you got to pick and choose. And like you know, again, no, no knock and level up. The people on that show very very talented. They're 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 making progress. But like, <laughs> I'm sorry, I I can't I can't do it. Um, there's just so much wrestling. Again, it's a beautiful thing. Um, do you want to mention? I mentioned earlier we we did see Gunther tonight. Speaking of having so much wrestling to enjoy, Gunther gave us a match to enjoy. He was chopping the daylights out of uh, Duke Hudson tonight. Gunther's chops, and I, I am, I am trying not to refer to him as Walter. Gunther was just chopping, chopping, chopping Duke Hudson. My gosh, this man's chops like they're no joke. They literally like ranked up the arena. They were turning Duke Hudson's chest like beet red. It's beautiful. Um, beautifully violent. Like, it's just like, this man is crazy. Like, he is just a beast. He's also, he's leaned up so much. Like, he used to be a really big guy. Now he's a big, lean guy. Like, he's the lean, mean, chopping machine. <laughs> I don't know. Um, boy, oh boy. Like, I really think, um, assuming Breaker wins the the title back at St. Deliver, I think that's your next big, like, big program for, um, at the, at the very least, the next, like, uh, NXT special. Um, and yeah, we got, we got the Dexter picture of, of Gunther tonight. He, he quickly, supposedly quickly drew a picture of Gunther and it was like this more in the jacket and it was like the, the cartoony Gunther drawing there. Big fan of Dexter again. I said, I said that before, but, um, uh, he won again and, um, there wasn't much to it. Although we do. Oh, sorry. LA Knight came out cause he saw, uh, Gunther started running his mouth and then Gunther said to LA Knight, Oh, you're what you're everything that, that's wrong with pro wrestling these days. And I was like, wow, that's, that's a little harsh. And then LA Knight was like, oh no, let me talk to you. <laughs> and then it, that set up a match for Stand Deliver. Um, I think that's cool. I like it. Um, I, I think that's a fun kind of clash of personalities. And uh, LA Knight, yet again, one of those guys, great look, amazing presence. Like he's got charisma for days. He's, again, probably one of the best promos they have in, in the company right now. So I have to think slash hope that he will be on the main roster at some point soon. I worry like what the shelf, what the, the, the ceiling for is for him there. I don't really know what the, all what he could do in terms of like how they might utilize him. I do think he's one heck of a talent. I really think like he deserves the very, very best great talent there. Um, I hope to see him win, or maybe if not, if not win a same deliver at the very least go up to my master. I think that's long overdue. I'd like to see it. Hope that happens. But, um, Speaking of people winning Sand Deliver, Nash is saying she, do, she does not think that Breaker will win at, at, at Sand Deliver. She thinks that uh, Ziggler will uh, retain, presumably. So it could happen. Um, I mean, they did have Breaker on Raw as kind of this like crossover storyline. So they're like kind of planting those seeds. I don't know if that time is now. Um, I do think they might want to have some of the next 
guy beat breaker like they, they already built breaker as the the face of 2.0 i think they might want to have the next face of 2.0 um beat him so whether that's i don't know who that would be walter has been on x uk for years so he's not like a, a new guy um grayson waller kamal kamal hayes maybe um i just don't know i don't know like it's kind of tough to call the kind of the the, the longer the, the bigger picture there but isn't that that's makes interesting and so that, that's why i'm thinking like xc 2.0 making progress it's getting more interesting it's getting a little more a little more compelling a little more and then you know more be better matches better better storylines better building up of of just overall intrigue so that's good We're making progress it's a beautiful thing i'm liking liking that at least so that's a win that's a win um Stevenson, the Gunther should win at least the sin deliver. I would agree. Like they've been very, very much building him up as this top star. So I'd like to see that. I think that'd be pretty good. Um, and again, I think that, that that's the next big feud there. So I like to see it. I like to see it. Uh Nash was saying Gunther could beat Ziggler. I, I can see it. Honestly, I could see it. Um, if Breaker loses at Sand Deliver, um, I think that would make sense. I just I don't know if you're gonna have Breaker lose to Ziggler twice. Like that's that's a hard sell. Like Breaker. Is, is like they're clearly all in with him. So isn't the Ziggler twice not the best? But uh, we got Brian saying Walter, Walter, or Walter got me tripped up. Walter slash Gunther would be good. He's due for the next title as well. I would agree. So I hope we can see that somewhat soon. Again, I have to think that's where we're heading eventually. But time will tell. We got one more episode of NXT before a Saint Over. That's uh, the uh, next will be next Tuesday. Saint Over is the following Saturday. They announced several matches. We got that six man I mentioned earlier. We got uh, that 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 triple threat match as well. Um, bunch of other things as well. Probably I can't remember all of them, but nonetheless, uh, it's gonna be a good show. I mean, on paper, it's a good card. So looking forward to it. I'm gonna actually look. Look at the card real quick so I can sound like I know what I'm talking about. Uh, we've got the qualifier, the six man. Uh, we got Wagner versus Body Hayward as well. And we also have uh, the Briggs, Briggs and Jensen versus Legato. So, all in all, pretty good card. Not too bad. Like, that's that's a pretty solid go home show. I'm sure more will be announced as well. So, pretty good. That is pretty darn good. Uh, I think that could very well cont continue this uh, this solid stretch of, of momentum again. I was feeling pretty good about NXT tonight. I was feeling pretty darn good. And then the, the ending angle with the, the tag team uh, switcheroo, you know, with the, with the dust cap really threw me off. But uh, another overall pretty good episode of NXT 2.0, which is like far and away solid progress from where, where we were in like December, where, where they were burying black and gold and very clearly like trying to figure out what, what 2.0 is. So not bad at all like that's really not bad um i will have to knock down my own score for that for the show closing end because that really threw me off i'll go for well all right without the show closing angle with, with the woman's dust cup thing i would go for like a 7.3 7.4 maybe which is like really high for me in xc 2.0 uh with the showcase angle i would probably go for closer to a seven because it really took me out of it. We got Steven with 7 as well. Natural with a 7.5. So we are making progress. We are making progress. 2.0. Got, got like, it's good. Like, we're, we're, it's, 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 it's a good thing to see. Like, I, again, I don't come here wanting to, like, bash any show. Whether it's Raw, SmackDown, NXT. Like, I never, ever, ever, like, want to come here and say, oh, this was bad. I didn't like it. I wasn't entertained or whatever. I want to like the show. So when I do, I feel good. I feel like, you know, I, I don't know. I, I, I feel like it's a more fun time for everyone when, when we can come here and, and just say, oh, what this was a good show. I liked this. Oh, maybe this wasn't great, but overall it was good. So that's what we got tonight, and that's a good thing. We got Brian saying it was an 8.5. I thought the build-up to San Delivery was great. So there you go. I would agree. Uh, I think the card is shaping up very, very nicely. And overall, we got Steven saying NXT getting better to watch. Slowly improving. Slowly but surely. So... You know, it took it took a while. I think there's they're they're slowly hitting the stride a little bit. And yes, it is a very good thing. Next thing, thankfully, they are improving. Um, you know, Herman saying he he gave show a five because he fell asleep. I don't blame you. You know, uh, you know, I I've been there myself. At least at least before I had to do it for work. You know, there were times, met plenty of times where I fell asleep watching Raw, Raw over the years. But um, I thought tonight was definitely uh, interesting enough to, to keep me engaged. And uh, you know, for better or worse, whether it was. Uh, a good opening match or, you know, the, the not so great show closing angle at, at, at least was noteworthy 
interesting, compelling, and we're here, like stuff to talk about. I, I always tell John, I would always rather there be something to talk about. The shows where it's like nothing happens and there's nothing really interesting, those are the worst. Then it's like, then we're sitting here and you got you got to try and like make it interesting when nothing really happens. We're on the road saying deliver, things are happening. Again, some good, some not so good, but something to talk about. And as the person hosting the show, that's a good thing. So um, with that, we are fully on the road to saying deliver. That is next next Saturday, not, not the Saturday, but next Saturday. And then of course, WrestleMania is just after that. That is literally the same day, WrestleMania Saturday. So it's it's that time of the year. Again, I talked about it earlier, so much wrestling, so much wrestling. Uh, sometimes more, more than we know what to do with, especially that weekend. Again, it's literally multiple events every single day. We're going to try our best to uh, to get through it as best we can. Uh, John's going to be there quite quite truly every single event for WrestleMania weekend. So, uh, but I'll be here. Um, the very least for Friday, covering SmackDown, and or we'll definitely bring Vonda for Friday. I'll be covering WrestleMania Sunday. Um, I'll be watching WrestleMania at the very least. We'll, we'll figure, figure all it out. But yes, it's going to be crazy. I want it to be crazy. Well, um, as, as, I, as I mentioned, it, I don't know what we're going to do for the post shows because I'm going to be covering Ring of Honor. We got SmackDown. We got Rampage. We got um, so much stuff. It's just like we got to figure that out. I got to sit down and like, kind of hammer that out. Uh, John's going to be at WrestleMania. So that's uh you know at the very least i might have to pull on some some out some some guests or, or something i don't know we'll figure it out but there's there's an abundance of wrestling to enjoy and yes nesha there's not enough time to enjoy all of it like i i i want to watch it all i want to watch gcw and ring of honor and impact and new japan and WWE and and aw and it's just like there there were only 24 hours in the day so let alone watching it live but even just watching it overall it's like there's only so much anyone any one of us can can consume it's like it, it is an overload in a good way you know it, it's it's a good problem to have but boy oh boy it is it is that kind of thing. that's the thing i'll help you well well i appreciate it you know that's very kind of it we'll figure it out you know it's gonna be a crazy time um yeah, it's, it's going to be uh, the coffee will be flowing that weekend. At the very least, that is what I, I can I can confirm. That is not a prediction. That is a spoiler. The coffee will be flowing. Boy, oh boy. <sighs> but with that being said, folks, it's it's a fun time. I I, I never complain when, when there's too much wrestling to enjoy. There was a time in 2020 when I was very, very worried that the wrestling industry itself would shut down and I wouldn't be here. I would have to like get a day job doing something outside of the wrestling world. But here we are. I ha I do this for, 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 for a living and for, for a living. And it's a wonderful thing. And I, I it's a, it's a good time. And for that reason, I, I, especially with the shows where it's just me, I like to take a moment to say, folks, thank you all so much for tuning in. Like it really does mean so much to come here uh, for, for you guys to come here to spend your time with me and, and you know, for the, for the Raw show, me and John, for the, the, the Smack show, Smack show with me and Robert, you know, just to talk about wrestling, to escape the, the scary world that's out there, to come here and just talk about the, the wild, wacky, weird world of wrestling. And, you know, and just, it's, it's, it's cool, man. It's just like to, to I, I really do appreciate all your support. You know, I wouldn't be here without you. You know, I, I, I do the, I don't do this just for myself. Like I do this to try and do a good show for you all. And I hope to do that every single week. That's always my objective here. Um, so, and yeah, we, we're very lucky that it is such a great time to be a wrestling fan. Again, there is an abundance, perhaps an, an excess of wrestling to enjoy, but that's a very good thing. And I'm going to write out as long as we possibly can. Like, you know, maybe it's a bubble. Maybe it'll burst, but in, at the very least here today, and as, as as it has been, it's been a beautiful ride. So we're going to keep riding it out here. It's a fun time. It's a great time. I appreciate you all so much. I'm not saying you love me. I love you all. I, I do, man. Like, it's, I love my job. I love coming here to talk about wrestling here. Uh, I'm very fortunate in that regard to do what I love for a living and, and to be here with you all here week after week. You know, I've made it no secret. There are times it's a struggle. When I want, like the, Nash say she enjoyed the, the Thunderdome era. The, the 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 lowest of the low uh, during the, the Thunderdome era, that was a struggle of like you know you come here week after week and and the product is not really good and you gotta try and put on a good show, and it can be hard and especially for me, John gives the crap for it sometimes we 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 we, uh, we have a little banter. He's you know he's all aboard the, the WWE train still. He's very loyal and I respect him for that. My WWE fandom is taking a hit here and there where it's like I see AW and I respect what they're doing. And like, that's more my brand of wrestling these days. But I still come here to talk about Raw and SmackDown and NXT and and, and, and whatever else, you know, there is to talk about. And, you know, 
so that can make it hard, right? Where it's like I, I've become a little. I'm not. I'm not jaded yet. Somehow, some way, I'm not like jaded, but at the very least, I am a little more critical. So sometimes it can make it hard to come here and say, "Oh, I thought this was good." Like last week on SmackDown, a lot of you guys thought the show was really good, and I was like, "Wow, this build of WrestleMania has not been it." So we, but that's the beauty of what we do here. I can come here and say, "Hey guys." I didn't love this, but some of you can say, hey, I thought the show was great. And that's the wonderful thing about respectfully disagreeing. Like, we don't have to agree. We come here to talk about it, and that's a beautiful thing. And that's why I love it so much. So, again, thank you all so much for your support. It really does mean so much to me. Uh, you know, it's just I appreciate it more than I can say. And that being said, it's a wonderful time to be a wrestling fan. As I mentioned at the start of the show, we do so much to try and give you guys uh, any any number of forms of entertainment, whether it's the, the shows you do, uh, here for Raw SmackDown NXT, two Dynamo Dudes on a Rampage, Marcus and Dominic cover all things AEW. We've got a great stream of interviews constantly coming at you guys. Um, I interviewed Matt Cardona. I interviewed Big, Big Demo. Um, Bill Pritchard recently interviewed Dutch Mantel, Al Snow, any number of like big, big names. Like We're, we're getting some great interviews here. Uh, I say that very, very biased, uh, but like it, it's really cool. Like we got, we're, we're always doing our best to pump out great, great content for you guys. So please leave a like and subscribe. We appreciate it. Again, I appreciate you, you all so very much. Thank you for for humoring my my little rant on my soapbox. I just, I want you all to know I appreciate it. it means a lot. And that being said, it's a wonderful time to be a wrestling fan, uh, week in week out, especially the road to WrestleMania. Not just saying, saying thank you. I don't, I don't do it for the thank you, but I really do appreciate it. That does mean a lot. Thank you kindly. And that being said. We come here together to do one thing above all others, and that, my friends, is to enjoy wrestling. Thanks for listening, everybody, and have a good night.